Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. going on it's matt with the dpi podcast uh how we doing today tonight whatever it is where you are at um it is january the 25th 2022 and we are live on twitch on facebook on youtube on twitter everything seems to be working tonight which is awesome um so thanks for joining us if you are new to the channel Thanks for watching. Um, we are a Disney content channel that specializes in mainly Walt Disney World, some around the other parks, but mainly Walt Disney World. And then um, we also have a travel agency side. So if you are interested in booking with us, uh, Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel is the travel agent side. And you can get a hold of us at at P-A-T-M Disney Travel over on Facebook. Um, all that stuff will be down at the bottom here on the screen. It'll just kind of scroll around. So, again, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, got a lot of news tonight, and I've actually... Um, I wasn't sure that Peter was going to join us, but Peter is going to join us. And let's see... Uh, let's cancel this. Let's go back. We're going to get uh, Peter on a Zoom... Uh, Zoom call here and 
we'll uh, we'll get going uh, as soon as I can figure out why I can't see me. There we go. Where are my meetings? There we go. All right. Open. Let's make sure that I can see Peter here real quick. But uh, while we're getting that set up, I will um, let you guys see the ad um, because that's that's kind of cool. like on the show no 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 you're not on the show yet uh so yeah we got peter with princesses of the mouse he is getting hooked up to his audio and his video right now um and we are going to get in uh get in touch with him he is at the airport in orlando right now on his way home from his trip uh with his daughter down to festival of the arts so here without further ado let me bring on uh mr peter salvadori with princesses of the mouse Disney travel. Hey, Peter, how you doing? What, I don't get your video? I just got to talk to a random little couple of geometric shapes. Well, we had the we had the full video, and then we had the princesses video, which needs to be updated. Um, but it is what it is. Um, so, how was your trip? I was talking about you on Zoom. Your Zoom right now, you don't have your video active. Oh, okay, okay. I'm there. not even talking. To, oh, there we go. I, I was talking to a circle and an elongated <laughs> oval. <laughs> anyway, uh, trip was trip was great. Uh, just a quick little whirlwind thing. Um, <clears throat> left Indy at 5.45 on Saturday morning, and uh, we're going to fly back to Indy here at uh, 9.20. Although my app says my flight's delayed, but the board says my flight's on time. So right now I'm in an indeterminate <laughs> flight status. You fly in Southwest? Yes. So that's, that, that's pretty, pretty standard for Southwest in Orlando, I think. Yeah, and it, I was worried because it's basically rained all day. From the moment we walked out of our room all the way to now, it has just been kind of sprinkling. It's, it's been anywhere from like a mist to like a full-on drizzle um, all throughout the day. So it was beautiful because Magic Kingdom closed at 4.30 today, which was perfect because we had to head to the airport around 6.15. And uh, so I already knew crowd sizes were probably going to be low, especially, you know, after that two o'clock time that people be planning to jump. And uh, boy, I was absolutely right. And then on top of that, 
the weather. I came down here during the one week of winter. So the weather has <laughs> been, the weather has been like the highest we got was yesterday. I was able to take my jacket off for just a brief moment. I was able to take my jacket off for about four hours yesterday at Epcot. Uh, Cause it finally was 65 and sunny. Um, but pretty much it's been 50 to 60 degrees overcast most of the trip. Um, so thank goodness I had this guy with me because it was, I was walking through magic kingdom on Saturday wearing this and um, walking along, walking along. And all of a sudden I hear this lady point to her husband, boyfriend, whatever, and goes, Oh, Hey hon, maybe we could try to find that in a store. Oh. No, nope. <laughs> well, actually, you can. So if you go to if you go to our Stream Elements site, we do have we do have some merchandise available over there. Um, it's in the description below. Um, no matter where you're watching, it's in that description. But uh, not the jackets. The jackets were custom made for our trip uh, about this time last year, a little bit later last yep. year. Dick's so. clearing rants. Yeah, Dick's clearing rack finest. <laughs> So um, well, it was a it was a great trip. Um, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, tell me a little bit about kind of your days because you you park hopped and you were kind of trying to get back to Epcot as much as you could during this trip. So Saturday, we got in. Like I said, I think our flight landed here at eight a.m. Got over to the resort, put our bags with Bell Services, and headed off to Magic Kingdom. Uh, just to, you know. It's funny because I realized during this trip, even in my daughter's mind, that Magic Kingdom is now her third favorite park. And uh, like even last night, we were like, hey, we're going to Magic Kingdom tomorrow, right? And she's like, I don't know, maybe Hollywood Studios and then Epcot, maybe just Hollywood Studios. I'm like, wait, 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 we're going to Magic Kingdom, right? I don't know. I think I really kind of want to just go to Hollywood Studios. Um, oh, okay. So apparently Hollywood Studios is on at least even footing with Magic Kingdom. Um, so anyway, Saturday went to Magic Kingdom. When our room got ready, we went back and uh, checked, you know, got into the room and all that stuff. And then we rode the Skyliner to Epcot just because Saturday was the only day we were going to be able to do that because the Skyliners closed from Sunday to Thursday the Epcot line is closed for maintenance. Um, so yeah, we went over to Epcot and we rode Remy, uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and we hey, sure. picked up a festival book, but we didn't really like do anything festival-wise other than we grabbed the scavenger hunt and started like getting the lay of the land, seeing what it was all about, and uh, starting to work on that scavenger hunt. On Monday, yesterday, we were at Epcot from the moment they started letting us in 30 minutes before park opened until an hour and a half after close because there was a two-hour late, late uh, last night. You had two extra bonus hours if you were at uh, Deluxe Resort. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we were we were in Epcot from nine thirty. I think I think we like went through security and went into the park at like nine twenty eight, and we left and got back to our room at like twelve oh five. Oh geez. <laughs> yeah, and we were in Epcot all day. It nothing but Epcot. Uh, so it was 
it was awesome because we did so much and I had a dining reservation at Nine Dragons, but I decided to cancel it on Friday night or sorry, Sunday night. And I'm glad I did because yeah, we just, we just went around the whole festival. We just grabbed food. Um, I mean, we just had so much. There was, here's what I realized. Festival of the Arts, I've always thought of it as like the, the little festival, right? Yeah. Boy, it is it is easily as much as Flower and Garden Festival. Easily. Hmm. In terms of all the things going on. Uh, just so food stands, put it on the same level as about Flower and Garden Festival, which is just for our viewers about half as much as Food and Wine Festival, if you've ever been there. Yeah, I think there um, were like 28, 28 booths for our, uh, Festival of the Arts. Yeah. So, but then for every food stand, there are like two artists that has anywhere from sculptures to furniture to paintings. It's a lot of paintings, tons and tons of paintings, uh-huh. um, but other various art forms. And uh, they're just all on display and for purchase. And uh, a lot of the artists are there and they talk to us. And uh, it was it was just amazing. There were some amazing pieces. I warned Jesse, I was like, uh, you, get, you are lucky that I flew and didn't drive because otherwise we might have no savings. <laughs> I, the, some of the artwork was just stunning. I took a picture of my, my most notable pieces Unfortunately, they were just done on a phone, but I'll definitely get them to you to put along into the, you know, into the kind of camera, um, our little photography thing. Yeah. And the the food was great. The experience was great. It had everything, you know, like Flower and Garden has the egg scavenger hunt. Um, and it also around Easter. And then it also has the Spike the Bee scavenger hunt. Um, Food and Wine has the Remy scavenger hunt, and this one had the Figment scavenger hunt. So famous pieces of art, Figment had used his imagination on it. Oh. And so you had to, so there was one in every single country, and you had to go find it. And, uh, and then you had to find <laughs> the sticker for the actual famous piece of art and put it in the appropriate country. And the coolest, the, the reward, this is the coolest thing. The reward was a ceramic, like a paint-your-own ceramic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one did you get? Um, because I know they had Mickey and Figment and... Daisy and Minnie. Okay. Yep, uh, Figment, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's the only right Maybe. answer, but... I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got so we got a little Figment ceramic that Addy gets to paint once we get home. Um you know, we've had lots of different souvenirs from these scavenger hunts. I think this one is the coolest. Like, the food and wines last year were just kind of dumb. Just seemed like haphazardly thrown together. It was like the Mickey sink and, I don't know, a, a little Mickey cookie jar or whatever the heck it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Like a plastic cookie jar. Um, these were these were the, hands down, I think the most creative and the the best like scavenger hunt reward that I've seen. Um, now I do like my thermoses and glasses and whatever else that we've gotten um, from them. But oh my god, I honestly, I 
I gotta go back for more. <laughs> I, I gotta go back for more Festival of the Arts. That's kind of what Disney does, is it kind of sucks you in and then kind of gets you intrigued and, and makes you want to come back. Especially for things like that, you know, whether it's that or, you know, we talk about Festival of the Holidays all the time on how we just, we don't get to spend enough time in each country because there's so much going on with that festival. So, you know, it's 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 really cool what they do with these festivals and, and all the little hidden stuff that they have. You know, you talked about the scavenger hunt. You know, in Festival of the Holidays, they have the cookie walk. You have all the different countries with their traditions and that kind of stuff. You've got all the the artists or the the culinary professionals or um, the the vocal groups and that kind of stuff. So there's just a lot of things that are going on in all those festivals. Um, when you got into the other parks, what were the other parks like while you were down there? It seemed like what I saw was it was relatively busy, even though the weather wasn't that great. Yeah. Sorry. I'm also guiding my daughter because she ran out of ranch and I'm trying to watch her in an airport. <laughs> Are you in the, uh, the, the, the little food area over there? On, in yes, I am. B terminal. I am in the food area of B terminal or the, the food area in B terminal. Trying to watch. Sorry. Um, no, you're good. Anyway, the answer to your question, yes, Saturday, I was actually surprised at how busy Saturday was. And um, and then Sunday, we were at Hollywood Studios the entire day. And that was busier than I was anticipating. And, uh, and then, obviously, yesterday... Same thing, kind of like Monday at Epcot. I was like, "Oh, that'll be a perfect day to do the festival. It should be a like, it should be a lot less busy." Um, but it, yeah, it was still it was still pretty well crowded for you know a Monday, uh, a Monday weekday during the school year, and um, and then today at Magic Kingdom was very sparse. But that's because it was cold. It had rain. It had every all sorts of stuff. And like you said. Going. It, today was supposed to be the cast party, which they ended up canceling because of the weather. Um, that's why Magic Kingdom was closing early today was for right. kind of the cast celebration. Once you, they yeah, get it was through like the cast holidays. awards and celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a little bit of news uh, while you're you're kind of working on that. So big thing that's come out is the Disney college program is kind of getting back into full swing. And this is going to be kind of the second group of the Disney college program that comes out. Um, and right now they are taking applications for the group that arrives, um, between May and August. So this is going to be for high school seniors and college, uh, kids that want to spend some time at Disney during during their college experience um and basically it's kind of like a volunteer type position where you go down there and you kind of learn the business of disney which is kind of cool if you you ask me um it's something my daughter's talked about for a couple of years now and she's uh turning 11 so she's got a few years um before she has the opportunity to do anything like that Bryce but yeah also wants to do the college program that's it, crucial that is actually crucial already at 12 years old that he knows that he will only be looking at colleges that are a part of the college Disney program. <laughs> um, the other thing, other thing that's been coming out is 
some changes in some of the character meet and greets and some additions of character meet and greets. So Donald Duck has returned to the Mexico Pavilion at yep, Epcot. We saw Caballero Donald this weekend. Yep. And then there are four character meet and greets now that are on Genie Plus. So the four character meet and greets are going to be um, Cinderella at Princess Fairy Tale Hall, Tiana at Princess Fairy Tale Hall, um, Mickey Mouse at Town Square, and Olaf in Hollywood Studios. Um, so basically, all that means is that you can use your Genie Plus for character meet and greets now, which, again, if you ask Peter and myself, um, there, except for like very rare occasions, we are completely against Genie Plus. Um, <laughs> I share there, some topics on that when you get done with your thought. Yeah, um, but it, they're they're giving you more and more and more on Genie Plus, so we'll kind of see kind of how that works. So, Peter, what are your thoughts? So here is one thing that I did notice this weekend, and maybe this is why I felt like the park was so busy. Um, definitely the number of people using Genie Plus is skyrocketing in terms of who is choosing to uh, pay for the service. Because when it first launched back there in October and we went, I felt like hardly anybody was using it. And now this time, the lightning lanes constantly had people going into them. The ride, the ride wait times were elevated, even though the lines looked short. Um, you know, from appearance, you go, oh, that'll be like a 30-minute, you know, 15, 20, 30-minute wait, whatever, from what we've been used to for since the pandemic shut down. Uh, and then you look at the wait time and you see, you know, a 45 or a 60-minute wait. And um, so I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to look into this more because I don't know if maybe just more travel agents are just going, hey, yeah, let's just go ahead and add Genie Plus. Because, you know, you and I talk about it. It's $60 a day for a family of four to have Genie Plus. Yeah. But if I'm a travel agent and I say, hey, you're going to get a four-day park ticket and for $240, we can add, we can add in um, the ability to to book ride skips. I don't. When you say sixty dollars a day, it sounds it's sounds steep. But when you say two forty on a four day ticket, well, hell, that's cheaper than park hopper. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. You know? But I, I think I think you also have two very distinct factions when you're talking to people now and it's people that have been to the parks prior to covid and people people that haven't been to the parks until now yeah. yeah and i thought so here was one thing interesting like the ride times today at magic kingdom we still we still saw you know jungle cruise balloon to about 50 60 minute wait we still saw um seven dwarves kind of get up into the 60 70 minute wait time so even on a day where just the room, the weather was just crap all day. What was interesting, Space Mountain never went above a 15-minute wait time all day. Huh. And I, I thought about it. It's because it's the other paid one. 
why the heck would anybody pay for that on a crummy day? But people were still paying for seven doors because even on a crummy day, that's worth braving out. Yeah. So it was funny because Addy and I literally just walked on the Space Mountain. Um, I think I think the first time we stopped was that last little flat area before you take the ramp up into the station. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even then, it kind of it just kind of flowed, and they didn't have the internal the internal station queues open. It was just straight up to the to the sort. Oh okay. Um, yeah, so it was it was it was a five minutes. We were at the front. Um, getting ready to get onto the ride. So I, I think there's, there's going to be something to play there. And, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see because of course you and I have already predicted, and I think it's a very safe prediction that of course Tron will become the new paid attraction along with seven dwarves, um, which you would then expect space mountain slides to a standard genie plus offering. I just, Correct. Yeah. My philosophical issue is like, if I'm going to pay for Genie Plus, cool, let me pay for Genie Plus. But then why do I also have to pay the, you know, the cherry on top fee in order to get those couple? Like, why not just make Genie Plus, you know, twenty dollars a person a day or whatever, and and let me have them all. I kind of got into this on on Twitter um, yesterday with a guy. But you can like limit me, right? You could you could be like, you can have them all, but you can only have these three one time per day. Yeah, and you know that's that's kind of what they used to do with the old fast pass system. Is you know you had them tiered, and you could only have one from that higher tier. Yeah, that's what your... I was thinking. The old uh, the old Epcot mantra. Yeah, well, but... even Hollywood Studios did it. Yeah, I really I really think, and, and you know. I'm always kind of on the on the the more negative side when Disney does stuff like this, but I, I really think Disney is trying to find a line in the sand. I think they're trying to figure out how much is too much for majority of their visitors. Um, and they're they're gonna keep pushing up to that line in the sand until they start getting too much pushback and then you're gonna see things like, the, the good old $7 Space Mountain, you know, the discount price for Space Mountain and that kind of stuff. Yeah, Space Mountain's a placeholder right now, but think about how many people are paying 7 to $12 to ride it. Which is asinine. Yeah, and, and it's and basically, <clears throat> other than, you know, the cost of that program, it is relatively all profit that Disney makes off of that. It really is, and but that's the trick, right? I mean, it's it's starting to feel like you know that they're doing that, and they're kind of like wringing the press to get every last little bit they can out of people when they go down there. But at the same token, your question of like, you know, where will the line be drawn? When will enough be enough? I don't. I don't know if the consumer will ever create that line because like, like I said, when genie plus first released six months ago, five months ago, whatever it was, nobody, nobody got it. You know, especially the first couple of weeks, everybody was like, yeah, why? What's the point? We like how short the lines are. You know, but now I go and boy, it, 
it seemed like a good, I don't know, 30, 40% of the people there probably had Genie Plus based on just kind of like my observations of it. And even, even then in the standby lines, I heard people talking like, okay, yeah, when we get out of this, we have our return time for whatever. So like even they had Genie Plus, it just, yeah. it, it just seemed like there was a lot, there was a lot of Genie Plus going on. And maybe part of that is also because Disney has changed their um, DAS policy. So if you try to activate a DAS, they will now ask you, like, you need to explain. You don't have to show documentation because that's against um, ADA, but they'll now ask you to, like, verbally explain why you can't wait in the line. Um, so they are kind of, like, weeding some people out, basically of that because you know we've seen in all the blogs and everything like that 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 became when FastPass went away that became a very very abused system yeah and we kind of talked about it before your trip because I brought it up because I have some concerns about my father-in-law um with with us going here in the next couple of months um and, and we had talked about the the change in the system and now you can actually do it online. You can do it as basically like a FaceTime where they'll talk to you prior to your trip. You have to do it within 30 days of your, your trip. And then you can kind of start planning out days where you can set some of those DAS return times before you even get to the parks, which is kind of nice. But that was one of the things is that, you know, we had talked about you thinking that you were grandfathered in. And it doesn't sound like that was the case. It sounds like you had to... Uh, explain why you wanted that pass again i did and i had to i actually um i got told no and we had just gotten there and it was cold and it was rainy and my glasses were fogging up and so i got told no and i like just said okay and i just walked away and i i turned to Addie and i was like sweetie we're gonna be able to ride the rides with short lines but anything with a long line i'm we're probably not gonna be able to ride or I'm going to have to cave and get Genie Plus or whatever. And that was just gnawing at me. And I ended up going and talking to another cast member. And I explained it in further detail. She's like, oh, this is what that first cast member heard. And this is probably why you were told no. Um, but now that you fully explained it, yes, I feel like, um, yes, you. it makes sense why you use this. And um so, right, like even in that situation, um, so I'm saying they are like pushing back against it to ensure that the people that are using it are using it for appropriate reasons and, uh, and not just, oh, yeah, look at us. We got, you know, free fast passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and we, we had tried to do it um, last June. Now, granted, last June when we went, uh, father-in-law had a scooter, an ECV. So, you know, with with him having the scooter, they were very very less uh, acute to giving him the DAS pass at that because most of the lines are scooter accessible. And that's what that's where my first pushback was. She heard it as just a mobility issue, which it's much more than that. Um, so because she heard it as a mobility issue, she was like, "Oh, well, we have that with our scooters and ECVs." So. Just get one of those, and uh, and then at each right entrance, they'll tell you what their policy is. I was like, um, no, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need an ECV. Yeah, well, uh, and, and that's anyway. that's the thing, you know. Without without too much detail, you know, father in law 
suffers from a heart condition to where he has a lot of fatigue when he's standing for a lot, long time. Right. You know, you have a back injury. Same type of thing. Yes, it's a mobility issue. I, I work in the mobility industry. But yours is more of like a, a radiating pain and that kind of stuff that actually will affect you much beyond just a mobility issue. Right. Well, th- and that's what I had to explain to her. I was like, no, sitting for a long time hurts too. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I probably just need to, since we're on this topic, I probably just need to go get a back surgery. <laughs> um, but I was really, I'm really trying to avoid that before the age of 40, but... No, I completely understand. I completely understand. Um, So the other big news that came out um, yesterday was Disney Park Pass system extended into early 2024. Uh, I'm actually kind of a fan of the Park Pass system. You know, it's one of the weird things that I actually like because I think it gives Disney an idea of how many people are going to be in the park each day and you don't run into the Christmas and New Year's Eve scenario where hey, we're going to Magic Kingdom just to get to Magic Kingdom at 9.30 and it be closed. Right. And um, <clears throat> on that, I, I'm i right with you. I hope that the Park Pass system stays and stays for good for a long time. Um, you know, but on that, to- you know, on that topic, Addie decided on Sunday evening that she had no interest in going to Animal Kingdom because I informed her. I was like, hey, just so you know, Expedition Everest is being remodeled and obviously we're not going to go on Kali River Rapids. So we're probably going to go to Animal Kingdom just to ride Kilimanjaro Safari, ride both the Pandora rides, and then maybe, you know, watch Festival of the Lion King. But then around 2 o'clock we'll go to Epcot. She's like, well, if I can't ride Everest, it's not even worth going. animal kingdom like okay that's fine i don't need to yeah i was like that's absolutely fine and so we just completely just last moment we're like okay forget it we won't park hop we'll just go to epcot on only epcot and um so that's what we did and i was able to cancel the passes and and rebook them and um yeah, so there's there's plenty of availability. And, uh, you know, we almost did that this morning because Addie, as we were getting up this morning, she was like, I think I want to go to Hollywood Studios. I was like, sweetie, you need to decide right now because we're either walking for a bus or walking for a Skyliner. Like, you got to pick. And uh, so I do, I, I completely agree with you. It's nice for Disney to kind of have an, a sense of is the crowd dispersing you know, in, in the right way. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think that makes sense. I mean, yeah. And, and then also, you know, with the park hopper, it gives, it gives a kind of a cut time for park hopper and that kind of stuff as well, which is really, really nice. You know, you have that 2 PM cut time, um, to where you can't park hop until after 2 PM. So it, it does, it does end up working out well and I, I really think it does help disney kind of plan where the people are going to be each day um real quick if you're joining us here in the middle i'm matt with the dpi podcast this is peter with princesses and the mouse disney travel peter is in the orlando international airport kind of getting ready to fly back to 
cold and windy Indianapolis, even though it's cold and ugly in Florida as well. It's going to be 40 like, degrees warmer than you, though. Yeah, it's going to be like negative 12 wind chill in the morning. It's going to be just nasty tomorrow uh, up here oh. in Indy. But um, we are a Disney content company and we specialize in Walt Disney World vacation planning. So if you do um, have questions about taking a Disney vacation, you can reach out to one of us at one of the uh, handles below. Um, or Facebook is usually the best place at DPI Podcast for myself at PATM Disney Travel for Peter. Um, and his camera goes in and out and that was actually kind of perfect. So, uh, so anything else from down at the parks you want to talk about, Peter? Uh, last thing I guess is, uh, mirrors connect. I did, I did decide kind of, so here's the great thing. I decided last minute, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do mirrors connect. So I left Saturday morning. I booked it like Friday at like 7 PM for my Saturday morning mirrors connect uh -huh. and everything went off absolutely smooth. Um, ground transportation, the mirrors connect is the exact same as where the Disney magical express was. Uh, you check in with them. They put you in a lane just like magical express was, but here's the interesting thing. And this happened on the way back as well. So it's not just Disney resorts, the mirrors connect, we'll drop you at all of those other resorts as well. And, uh, and so if anything, I'm kind of wondering if Disney wanted out of the partnership or if mirrors wanted out of the partnership, because I know mirrors was running their coach buses to all those other hotels, but then mirrors was also the contracted service with Disney. So I'm guessing it was a logistical fiasco nightmare, whatever you want to use to be managing just Disney hotels and then all the other hotels. Because when we got picked up today, we also swung by a couple of Holiday Inns. Huh. After we got picked up. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it was. So um, what's also great is, so there's absolutely no discount. There's absolutely no discount between booking one way or booking round trip. So like I booked the one way and then I was thinking, ah, I don't really know what I want to do for the, for the way back. And, uh, and then I decided yesterday, eh, we'll use Mirrors Connect again. So I booked today, yesterday. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So rel relatively smooth. We're actually using Mirrors Connect one way as well um, from the airport to the resort. Um, we're actually using three different types of transportation because we're going to do Mirrors Connect to the resort. We're going to do a limo from the resort to the port. And then we're, do we're doing a rental van from the port to Disney Springs and then back to the airport when we get back from the cruise. So nice. So yeah, so we've got we've got quite a bit going on in March. It's a it's a ten day or so. We're gonna have a lot of fun um, with that trip as well. Um. So Peter, good talking to you, bud. I hear Addie in the background, and I know you've got her to take care of. Um. Anything else before you go? Nope, I don't think so. Just looking forward to Festival of the Arts. Got a whole bunch of little clips and stuff like that. Uh, I got to go back to Festival of the Arts again. Oh, my God. You should see this thing she just... Look at this thing she just got from McDonald's. <laughs> why Why is that the Happy Meal toy? Because they know that, you're going on a plane. Look, look at that stinking thing. 
That's bigger than my daughter. What? What are you doing, McDonald's? Oh my God. Anyway, um, no, I believe that's it. So hopefully our uh, our flight takes off here in about an hour and be landing late at night and be all good. All right. Sounds good. Well, safe travels, man. And I will talk to you probably uh, coming up this weekend. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. That was Peter with Princess of the Mouse Disney Travel. Good to have him on. Um, just glad he was able to call in and, and let us know how his trip went. Uh, he went down and enjoyed Festival of the Arts, which is going on through the end of February. Um, really, really cool. Uh, really cool festival. Um, one that not a lot of people actually get to go to because it doesn't encompass any of the major vacations for schools or anything like that. So just kind of interesting, um, interesting to see, um, his thoughts on some of the stuff that he saw there. Uh, I'm trying to get rid of the zoom here real quick. All right. So, um, really on the news side, you know, we talked about the college program. We talked about, the um the characters and we talked about some of the stuff that's going on with the park pass system a couple other things with rides going on peter talked about tron tron and guardians of the galaxy each kind of hit milestones with uh decor here this week the um big spaceship that's going to be in front of guardians of the galaxy began the install yesterday um when this is done it's going to be close to 60 feet tall it's going to be pretty impressive out in front of that building where guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind is going to be housed and then over on tron they started um installing the upper part of the canopy um that's going to kind of have that blue glow if you've ever seen the one that's over in shanghai it's got this really really cool glow to it when um when it's illuminated at night so it's going to be really awesome they started that installation um this week as well over on the photo pass side uh disney photo pass is uh featuring metal prints so if you've ever gotten a piece of photography on a metal print you know kind of how cool that can be limited time only eight by ten metallic prints are available uh this started on the 21st and it's gonna be throughout the 50th celebration so to me that says through march of next year march of 2023 is when you're gonna have um the ability to get these metal prints i don't know if you have to pick them up at magic kingdom at that front little thing in the town square theater area or um if it's something you can order online with your photo pass service like you could with the mugs and that kind of stuff um so we'll look into that a little bit more it's a question i can ask once i get down there uh next month so uh everything looks like it's still going good i'm, I'm glad to see that we've got all of uh the streams up and running i know we had a little bit of a problem with facebook last week so it's good to see facebook up and running i think i figured out what that little glitch was and then twitter as well good to have everybody over on twitter joining us um 
you haven't subscribed to our channels or followed us on social media, definitely want to check out some of those places at DPI uh, DPI Podcast on Facebook at Disney Insights on Twitter, the Disney Planning Insights Podcast on YouTube, and then over on Twitch. Uh, Twitch is relatively new, and we've had some good kind of back and forth with some people on Twitch as well the last few weeks. Uh, it is Matt underscore DPI over on Twitch. Um, and Twitch might be something fun because Peter and I are talking about doing some board games and that kind of stuff. Not only reviews, but actually playthroughs on some board games. Um, possibly doing some video games, uh, Disney-based video games, that kind of stuff as well. So um, be on the lookout for new content over there. On the YouTube channel, we have park walkthroughs. We've got uh, planning tips. We've got ride videos. We've got show videos. We've got fireworks videos. We've got all kinds of stuff right now. Um, the, the video that I've kind of been featuring over on the YouTube channel is our center barred shot of Harmonious. If you have not seen that show, definitely want to check that out. It is really, really cool and really vibrant. The colors on that show are just outstanding. So definitely something to check out. Um, but again, thank you guys all for joining us today, tonight, whenever you, uh, listen to us or watch the show. Uh, if you are going to listen to it on podcast form, do it on Spotify and do it on the mobile app because a lot of times we'll have uh, questions and polls and that kind of stuff on the mobile app and that's really the only place you can see it right now. For some odd reason, they don't like putting all that stuff on their desktop site, I guess. I don't know. So um, we're going to go ahead and get into the uh, the outro, but again, thank you guys all for watching tonight. Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel uh, came on tonight from the Orlando Airport. If you are looking to book a vacation, reach out to him at PATN. Being a slow month for Disney. Lots of news, college program coming back. Uh, character meet and greets coming back and some of them going over to Disney+. Plus. If you do have any questions about any of those, check us out on one of our social media accounts at DPI Podcast on Facebook, at Disney Insights on Twitter.
thank you guys all for watching, listening, everything that you do. You guys have a wonderful week, and we will see you next Tuesday.